Don't you worry, don't you worry, child. She has got a plan for you. Don't you worry, don't you worry now. Welcome to Holy Prophets Radio, a business show that applies God's word to your work. Discussing business basics ranging from starting your own company to complex human resources challenges. Don't forget to check out our complete schedule, archive shows, helpful downloads, and much more at leadingforachange.com forward slash radio. Now, get ready to take your company to the next level by applying biblical truths to your work with Holy Prophets Radio, hosted by Bradley Waldrop. Good morning. This is Bradley Waldrop, your host for Holy Prophets Radio. And I just wanted to introduce myself a little bit and introduce this show because this is the inaugural program. We are getting started with a really fantastic show. I'm excited to be able to do it. And I'm excited because God talks about more, talks about money more than anything else in the Bible. And we do a very good job of discussing how to apply that to our personal life, but we don't talk much about how to apply it to our business life. We're going to take this time to be able to do that on a weekly basis. And uh, with that, I just wanted to say that uh, the, the program is designed to walk through each one of the eras of the Bible, all 12 eras of the Bible, and pick out those gold nuggets that apply directly to your business with very practical, hands-on, nuts and bolts. You can, you can add to your business today and see results right away. With that, um, I do want to also talk a little bit about the format of this show. This show is going to be um, a, a very quick show. It's only a half an hour, but in the process, I want to be able to bring in uh, guests to have a discussion about their business, about the challenges that they're currently having, how they've had a chance to apply biblical principles to uh, advance their business to the next level. And um, when we do that, we're also going to be looking for a co-host for the show. If anybody knows a co-host that'd be interested, I'm open to anybody to uh, to come and talk a little bit about that. You can get a hold of me at radio at leadingforachange.com. And you can visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash holy prophets. We're going to be doing weekly topics where we take a particular era of the Bible and we're going to apply that to business. With those weekly topics, we're also going to have those guests and interviews. I'm going to do my best to answer questions that are provided online at the Facebook page. And uh, we'll, we'll just uh, take those topics as they come up. The current schedule has been posted already, and you can go to the Facebook page and find out more about that. With this week, we are going to start in the beginning of the Bible. Because it's the inaugural show, it makes good sense to start in the beginning of the Bible. This program is all about God's blueprint for the startup business. It's all about how to start something new, it's all about how to take something that you currently have and add something new. If you're currently in business and you're trying to figure out how to apply God's word to your work and you want to add a new line of service, you want to add a new product that you're offering, you want to go to a new geographic area, this show applies to you. If you are getting ready to start a business and are trying to figure out how to do it, you might have the idea but don't know where to go from here, this show directly applies to your particular challenge as well. Now, 
I know how excited I am when I have a brand new idea. I don't know if you're excited when you have a brand new idea, but I know I am. And when I have a brand new idea, sometimes my excitement can get way ahead of me. It can get ahead of all of those plans I need to put in place in order to be successful. I jump to conclusions, I start in the wrong place, I make the wrong assumptions, and that doesn't, uh, doesn't help me in succeeding with that particular idea. It helps me put that excitement into action right away. I'm not saying don't be excited. I think ev everybody needs to be excited about their business. I want to make sure that you spend the time you need in order to prepare for your own success. Now, a good example of this excitement sort of gone sideways, or not necessarily even gone sideways, but uh, a good example of that excitement getting away from us. Uh, you know, not very long ago, we moved to this particular area, and after moving here, my kids decided that they wanted to earn a little extra money. In order to earn a little extra money, they wanted to start their own business. It's kind of funny. It's really kind of uh, flattery for me because uh, they view the, the business side of what I do as something that's exciting to them and, and a means to an end. With, with that excitement, they've talked about doing everything from walking dogs to opening a lemonade stand to mowing lawns. And they just want to get started. They are interested in walking down the street and asking people to buy their service so that they can move forward. And I start to ask questions like, well, what are you going to sell? Who are you going to sell it to? Why, why is it important? What are you doing? Why are you in business? And the questions keep coming back, well, I don't know, I don't know. And I think that that is a microcosm of what really happens to us as we continue to, um, to, to move forward with our own excitement in business. I, I think that we get way ahead of ourselves in seeing just a glimpse of the future and wanting to attack it right away. If, if you have ever been in the creation phase of a business, you have an idea and you're trying to figure out how to get that idea out to everyone else so that they'll be able to buy it and be able to provide for you and, and provide for your family, that is, is super exciting. If you are in the process, maybe you're in the process of trying to start a brand new ministry, whether it's a mission-based ministry or it's a church plant or something else like that, uh, it, it, those same principles apply. If you are at school and you're trying to uh, find an organization or create an organization that has a particular cause, that's also the same thing. What we're talking about is creating something out of nothing. What we're talking about is the excitement of being able to realize your vision and realize your dream. Well, I want to say that God has a plan for that. I want to say that God's Word talks about exactly that. Well, I want to say that God has a blueprint to understand the framework for the startup business. And when I talk about that, I, I really want to talk about just the first chapter of the Bible. And, and I, this is a great place to start for me because I know so many people have picked up the Bible and they started to read. And this is probably where they started. They, they started to read the first chapter of Genesis they were all excited about this creation process and the power that God had in the creation process. What's fascinating about it is that I'm not sure how many people got to chapter 2 or chapter 3. So with as many Bibles as are in circulation, I think that Genesis 1 is the right place to start. 
And when, when, I, when we walk through this, you know, God had a plan, and God is creating something out of nothing. God is creating something out of an idea. Those of us who are entrepreneurs, those of us who are in business, have an idea. And that idea, we're trying to figure out how to get out to the masses. That is creating something out of nothing. And if you look at what God did in the very beginning, the darkness and the void space, that is just an idea. And all of a sudden, he breathes into existence um, this, you know, over a period of six days, a very complex system. And that complex system and that process is something that we're going to look, look at as a model for creating a business. It's a model for creating a brand new service. It's a model for creating a brand new product. And it's very applicable to what we do on a daily basis. So if we go back and we look, if we read all the way through that first chapter, and we're not going to do that here, I would ask that you do that, but read through the chapter. It's not very long. And try to understand that God created with a purpose in mind. It was no haphazard process. He was creating for the main purpose of putting man on the earth. He had a very distinct purpose in everything that he did, step by step by step. And as he was creating in that process, he checked to make sure that it was complete and it was good. In, in that creation process, there's a model for what we need to do. Well, he also created in the proper order. He didn't create man first and then all the other stuff. He created all the other stuff to support man. It's very important that we understand that he, that he took the idea, he created the sky, the land, the vegetation, the sun, the moon, the stars, the creatures of the sea, the creatures of the air, the creatures of, on land, and then man. He created in order. All of that needs, relies on the previous step in order to be sustained. He created in order. He created on purpose, and he created in order. He also created with growth in mind. That growth was cre by creating everything in its place to sustain life. He created it so that more people could, be in, could, could populate the earth and still be sustained. He created it in a, in a small location to be able to grow worldwide. He created the backbone infrastructure needed to support life. And he created with duplication in mind. If you go back and you read, he created everything that included seeds all the way through individuals who can reproduce, animals that can re reproduce. His system had duplication in mind. So if you go back and you look at this first chapter, it is packed with the process necessary to start your own business, to launch your new product, to launch a new service, to start a new organization. He created on purpose. He created in the proper order. He created with growth in mind. And he created with duplication in mind. So poor purpose, proper order, growth, 
and duplication. Now, I'd like to be able to take that information and apply it directly to where we are going today. We want to be able to apply it directly to the purpose or to our own business, to our own organization. And that is, we want to create with purpose, we want to create in the proper order, we want to create with growth in mind, and we want to create with duplication in mind. Now, in order to create with purpose, I think it's important for us to realize that we need to develop a set of core values. We need to know what we stand for. When we have a business or an organization, it's not haphazard, it's an idea. But that idea has a backbone of core values. Those core values are important because they're going to be used to challenge each one of the, the decisions that we make as we move forward in our own business. Is it a good to take on a new partner? Check our core values. Is it good to offer this to a particular uh, slice of the consumer? Check our core values. Is it uh, a quality that we want? Check our values. The, those values are paramount. We need to write them down. So if you're in business now or you are getting ready to start business, this is where you need to start. What's your idea and what are the core values that you use in order to challenge each one of your decisions along the way? When we come back from the break, we'll talk a little bit more about purpose, proper order, growth in, in mind, and duplication. Thanks for coming back to Holy Prophets Radio, where we apply God's Word to your work. This is Bradley Waldrop. I'm hosting Holy Prophets Radio, and we're back from the break. Before the break, we were talking about God's plan and His blueprint for the startup business. We talked a little bit about His purpose and being able to create our own business with purpose. And if you look at the blueprint, it again is creating with a purpose, creating in the proper order, creating with growth in mind, and creating with duplication in mind. And before the break, we talked a little bit about that creating with purpose and, and our responsibility as an entrepreneur, our responsibility as a business leader, our responsibility as that organizational leader is to be able to tap into and write down the core values that we have. And like I said before the break, those core values are really important when we're making decisions. We, we get so busy in the business that sometimes we forget what we stand for. We forget what's important to us. And we will make decisions along the way that are countercultural to who we are. And when we do, it becomes very dysfunctional. Now, I'm not interested in dysfunction in my business, and I'm hoping that you're not interested in dysfunction in yours. So those core values are, are really important. The next step in that creation for a purpose is to take that same idea and those core values and write down a mission statement. Now, a mission statement is sometimes complicated. Uh, a mission statement is hard work, don't get me wrong. There are individuals who would love to be able to open a business and are just not sure where to start with a mission statement. That mission statement is really the purpose of our existence as a business. Why are we here? What are we doing? How are we going to get it done? Those 
that statement is absolutely important because you want every person involved in your business, whether it's your customer or your employee or your partner or your associates, your suppliers, you want them all to understand what your mission is. Why are you in business? What purpose does your business serve? It's important to write that down. There are a lot of businesses who start because they were excited about creating an idea into something. It was a product or it was a service, but it really didn't have that strength of a mission statement. And when the going gets tough and the decisions are very difficult, it's hard to make the right decision if we don't have the set of core values that we need and the mission statement that is absolutely necessary in order for us to to get to the end game. Now we, we also want to make sure that we create in the proper order. So we created for purpose and that purpose was core values and mission statement. That was those are the nuts and bolts sort of business 101 pieces of applying God's word. Core values and mission statement to create for purpose or create with a purpose. Now we want to also create in the proper order we want to be able to understand which piece to work on next. The best way to do that in business is to create a business model. Now a lot of people when they want to start a business will jump right into creating a business plan. The business plan usually takes an awful long time to do, never seems perfect enough, and sometimes we can't get out of our own way and just start in a business without having all of the I's dotted and the T's crossed for a business plan. The business plan itself could really get, our, get us wrapped around an axle and not be able to make much progress. So the better tool in there, rather than a business plan, is a business model. The business model itself can be done graphically and uh, we'll talk a little bit about how that happens but the 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 pieces that you want to talk about or think about as this brand new entrepreneur or when you're creating a brand new service it is you want to understand who your customer is you cannot be everything to everyone you cannot have a market so narrowly defined that you have no customers. You want to be able to identify who that key customer is, how old they are, what their education is, what they do as far as a lifestyle, what they do as far as an occupation, because that's going to be important when you're talking about customers and, and the channels at which you reach your customer. How do you, how do you reach them face to face? You know, if you have a customer that is athletic, you want to make sure that you are somehow or another associated to athletic events. If you have a, a customer that is finance-based, you want to figure out how to meet them where their money is. That's really important for you to understand where that customer is. Now, not only do you under, need to understand where the customer is, but you need to know what those key relationships are. The key relationships that you create with your customers and you maintain is super important. And I say that because advertising is expensive. We don't want to spend an awful lot of time on advertising. We do want to get those key customers. We want to take good care of them and we want to have at least 70 to 80 percent repeat business in a normal business. Uh, we want to be able to expand that as we grow the business, we want to want to focus on being able to take care of the core business customer itself. While we're doing that, we also want to think about 
the internal operation, and that's one of the things that, that this business model does, it talks about that external operation of, of how to get to the customer, what, how to write the right message, how to get the, that communication to them. But on the inside, we also want to address those processes necessary to bring our product or service to market. What are the key resources that we need? What are the key supplies that we need? Who are the key people? And what are the key partnerships that we need? So when we're creating in the proper order, we want to be able to think about the outside, that sort of customer base, who, who are we talking to, how are we getting to them, and we want to talk about the internals of how we run our business and what relationships we have that are going to get us to the next level and help us succeed. All of that meets in the middle at what we call the value proposition or what we're really selling. Now, most of, most of the folks uh, that I know don't, don't really sell the product that they think that they sell. Let me give you an example. Um, the uh, coffee shop here doesn't really sell a co coffee. They, they sell coffee, but they, they sell a service, they sell an experience, they sell a venue, they sell opportunity for other things. The, the, um, the, the toy seller doesn't normally sell toys. He sells something else. He sells excitement. He sells uh, participation. He sells uh, a way of spending your time a different way, and, and that has uh, actually been... Um, segregated, there are different toy manufacturers, some of which are educational toy manufacturers, and so they really don't sell toys, they sell an education. So we need to understand that value proposition that's in the middle, and that value proposition relieves pain for your customer and gives them some gain. So when you write down the business model, it gives you the order in which you have to create your business so that you don't get the cart before the horse. You have a set of core values, you have a mission statement, and you have a business model. That, that fulfills the need for us to create with a purpose and create in the proper order. The next two pieces would be creating with growth in mind and creating with duplication in mind. We want to create with growth in mind, and the easiest way to really do that is to, to create or take that, those set of core values in the mission statement and our business model and write down a vision statement. Where do we see this business in five to ten years? Where do we really want it to do? Well, this is pie-in-the-sky type of stuff that that's, um, should be realistic. It's not so pie-in-the-sky that you can't achieve it, but it needs to be something that would stretch you, that will continue to challenge the decisions you make as you grow your business. You want to be able to cast a vision for the future so that you can all go that way. Everyone in your organization needs to go in that direction. The, one of the very practical tools that comes up after you create that vision statement and you write it down and you start to live it, breathe it, then you want to be able to craft your organization with the structure you need to reach your vision. What that means is that you need to have an organization chart that fulfills the need that you're going to have when you get to the vision. Now, it does not have to have everything, doesn't have to be overly complicated, but it's a good idea to put the structure together for that organization chart in such a way that it has the role or the function of each one of the individuals or the positions that you think you're going to need in order to reach your vision. And then as the entrepreneur, it's no fun, but put your name in every box. You have to put your name in every box because somebody has to do those roles. Well, part of this doing it in the proper order also identifies where in the organization chart you need help first. And what you want to do is identify those, circle them, and start thinking about who's going to fit that box next and get yourself out of that box. 
So the, the two things you're going to need in order to grow with or, or create your business with growth in mind are that vision statement and the organization chart. The last bit is to create your business with duplication in mind. Those people who own their own business, and there are probably a number of them listening right now, they work so hard every day. They work 80 hours a week and haven't had a vacation in three years. That was probably not the vision that they had when they started their own business. So you need to create a business that has some sort of duplication in mind so that you can rest at night and you can take a vacation and eventually you can get away from the business enough to work on the business and not in it on a daily basis. What that means is that as you're creating this process to create or to, to deliver products and services, write down everything that it takes to do that. Sometimes it's sort of scary because if you do that, you let the genie out of the bottle and all the information is no longer in your head. But but this business is created to run on its own, with its own core values, its own mission statement, its own vision. So when you're creating the business, start working on those processes that you can write down that could be replicated by other people. And when you bring others in, share that process so that they can take, their, take your business to the next level and do it without you. One thing's certain when you ask somebody else to do it, they're going to do it different than you. But that's okay. That's where training comes in and that's where writing the process down works and allowing them to do it their own way will probably benefit you in the long run. So as a business owner, I mean, imagine what life would be like if you no longer had to work 80 hours a week and, and you had a business that actually had purpose and it's, it had a very clear order in which things had to happen, was created with growth in mind and had duplication in mind. That is the entrepreneurial dream. And, and if you look at God's plan, that's God's blueprint. So with that, look, there are a lot of questions that are sure going to come up. Feel free to post them on facebook.com forward slash holy prophets. Send me an email to radio at leadingforachange.com. And next week, join us for an examination of leadership, the good, the bad, and the ugly, as we join the patriarchs of the faith and apply lessons learned to running your own business. You can download the notes from this show and subscribe to the podcast from facebook.com forward slash holy prophets. Thanks for listening. Don't you worry, don't you